Yep. Shitty day again. Just keep coming. To those of us still in the market. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a rough couple months with the stock market so far. QQQ, SPY, doesn't matter what index you're looking at. They're all down. Um, have we seen the bottom? I don't know. I don't pretend to know. But uh, let's get into it and see what other people think. So again, SPY was down less than 100% at the end of the day, but as you can see, if you're looking in on YouTube, if you're just listening to the podcast, I'll let you know that we were down $1,200 today in a portfolio that was only worth $1,600 at the beginning of the day. 16000 excuse me. We have been hammered and hammered and hammered and... I mean, we've hit a low of 380 in the SPY, SPY. Um, I mean, we're down. Everyone will tell you we're down. There's, you know, just no, no hiding from it. And I myself am down. Personally, money I've put in, I've put in $32,000 and plus into this account for it to be down to 14000 So that should tell you something. I'm not buying shitty stocks. I'm not doing options right now either, which is why you guys... A lot of you signed into this podcast for, in the first place was for options plays. You might be able to make some quick turnaround money on put options and call options in the short term, but it's so risky right now. And options are so expensive because even the VIX, the volatility index, is stupid high. I mean, we were over 30 today at one point. Uh, almost a 30, I don't even know, 31, somewhere in there. Yeah. We were almost, we were over $31 today in the VIX. Anytime it's over 30, it's wild. It is just like the wild west in the markets. And we have been hitting over 30 day in and day out. I mean, this graph right here, if you can see it, uh, this is a six month graph and each one of these bars represents a day. So one, two, three, four, five, 12, 13, 14, 14 out of the last like 16 days have gone over 30. So over the last three weeks of trading time, you only had two days where the VIX has not hit that 30 range. Anytime you're in that 30 range, shit's wild. And people said that, hey, it's going to be a very volatile market in the beginning of the year. They're right. Very volatile. When they mean, when they say volatile, they mean it's not going to go well for you. That volatility makes options pricing so much higher. That volatility makes it less likely you are going to make money unless you are buying for long-term holds, which I've been doing. And there's a gentleman on YouTube called Rudy with Alpha Investments who basically said that, you know, he used to be a stock advisor, trader, broker, what have you. Even if you'd bought in 2008 after the market had gone down 10%. Now, 2008 to be fair, is like 14 years ago. 
if you'd bought in 2008 when the market was down 10% and still had another 30% down to go, today, 14 years later, you would have still come out smelling like roses. I am firmly in the belief that the same thing is true today. We may not be at a bottom. We may be 30% away from a bottom. But if you buy today things that are great companies that aren't going bankrupt, that have cash on it, I'm not trying to plug any stocks. This is not financial advice. I am not a financial advisor, as always. But <laughs> things like Palantir at $7.57. Their asset-to-liability ratio is so much higher than that price per share. It's insane. They have no debt. They have gold bullion, and they have IP, and they have actual physical assets. Yet, for whatever reason, Market Street has punished them so severely, they're down at $7.57 currently. I own over 1,000 shares of Palantir. I will keep buying Palantir as long as it's down in these prices, along with other stocks. Because in five years from now, Palantir will not be a $7 stock. Palantir will be a much higher stock. I'm not talking a double up to the $14, $15 range. I'm not even talking the $21, $22 range. In five years from now, Palantir will be well above those prices in my humble opinion, but again, not a financial advisor, so we'll see. It just, these are, these are great opportunities for those of you who haven't been so fed up with just losing day after day after day. And believe me, I'm right there with you. The pain is real. It hurts. $32,000 down to $14,000. It's right there. On YouTube, you can look at this and see what I'm talking about. It hurts. It sucks to be down damn near 20 grand. Yeah, that's not fun in an account that small. And you can imagine what my private accounts are doing. Not that well either. <laughs> but I have been buying every paycheck little by little. I keep buying because when this turns around, this $14,000 portfolio will be a six-digit portfolio. Watch and see. Five years from now, if I'm still doing this, you will see this portfolio. You will see the positions. You will see that I held through all this bullshit. And you will see a six-digit portfolio. I can all but... I'm not promising anything, but because other things have happened, you know? But history would dictate this portfolio is going to be wildly more profitable than my private accounts will be. So that's just something to think about. But it's not just stocks. Crypto too. You guys have heard all about Luna. I'm not going to rehash Luna. This is, I mean, we're on an upswing in crypto. Very, very small. Like a 1% or 2%. It's nothing major. I mean, Bitcoin's still under $30,000. We could fall down to $17,000. It's possible. This is a great time to accumulate, and I'm going to keep doing it. Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, those three, I'm buying them. You bet. And it's just every single person is like, you know what? When's the bottom going to happen? 
this guy says, we're within 5% on the bottom. I don't know that he's right. We'll find out if Wharton Siegel says market's within 5% of a bottom. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe the war between Ukraine and Russia escalates. Maybe a nuke's drop. That'll tank every market. We don't know. We don't know. Maybe China starts a war with Taiwan. No idea. But maybe the monkeypox is a real thing and it happens. But I'm tired. I don't know about you. I am tired of every single day waking up to some shitty ass news cycle where they're saying, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. Oh no, everyone's in trouble. Trouble of our own making because we believe these bullshit people who say these things. You'll be fine. I promise you'll be fine. If you only invest what you're willing to lose, you're not investing money that you need for bills or you have an emergency fund of at least three to six months in case you something happens to your job. You'll be fine. There is there's no reason to panic. All of the people who are panicking in the stock markets right now think there's never going to be a turnaround. There has always been a turnaround. And if it doesn't, let's put it this way. If the stock market doesn't turn around, what good is all that money? You are essentially Venezuela. You will have worthless money because it's been inflated to oblivion and it will cost billions of dollars to buy a banana. I'd rather take my chances on the market turning around. Because if it doesn't, we're all fucked anyway. Simple as that. So, take out some take out some money. Invest. I don't go into margin. I'm a little bit in margin. And on that portfolio especially, I'm like 30, 40, 50% in margin. I'm going to pay it down before I continue to buy stocks. But these prices are so damn juicy on some of the stocks that are in that portfolio that it's so hard not to buy stocks on down days like today. It's really hard. I think I bought a couple few things today. Uh, we can go through it because we have that, that ability. Yeah, I bought four things. I bought a bunch of shares of the uh, double ARC, double leverage ARC fund, T-A-R-K, at $18.50. I bought a bunch of shares of uh, UPath and I bunch a bunch of shares of uh, Palantir. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna bet heavy on these things. We'll see where it ends up. We'll see if I end up in the poorhouse, and if I do, so be it. But this was money that I was willing to lose. What do you do? I do want to touch a lot on the housing market, though. New housing market data did come out today. Uh, about 591,000 new single-family home sales happened in the last month, which they expected three-quarters of a million. You're down about a quarter million from where they thought. So that's probably why the market shit the bed today. People aren't buying houses at the fastest clip or as is expected. There's probably going to be more of a correction. There's probably going to be more of a turndown. People are losing jobs. If I had to guess, I would say that you're probably going to see unemployment numbers rise in the next unemployment, when the next time they release unemployment data. You've had a lot of big companies say that they're not only not hiring, but they're laying off a certain percentage of their force, whether it be real estate places, uh, people who are lending money, like refinancing, uh, <laughs> even big tech, Facebook, Meta, Snapchat, all of them. 
they've been saying we're going to lay off X about X percentage, Uber X percentage getting laid off to conserve capital. That's what they're doing because they see this downturn coming. They know it's going to happen. So it's that that I can just get another job anywhere market that we've been in. That's going to shrivel up. The only jobs you're going to find are the things that are in high abundance for now, which are those jobs that are essentially minimum wage. And if gas keeps climbing like it is, those jobs are going to dry, aren't going to dry up. You're going to have a huge demand for those jobs because no one's going to want to do them. Why am I going to want to get paid $12, $15 an hour when gas costs me 8 to $10 an hour, depending where I live? Let's say I live half an hour away from where I work. It's going to take me five gallons of gas between getting there and getting back. That's $50 worth of gas. I didn't make all that much more on my, you know, six to eight hour shift at a minimum wage job. Why the hell would I show up and spend my time doing that minimum wage job when it's just going to pay for the gas to get there and back and maybe my meal midday? It's no way to live. I understand that. It's not meant to. Minimum wage jobs aren't meant for you to live on, but a lot of people are doing it. And I know if I was a high school or a college kid making $12 an hour and I had to pay even $30 in gas and another $10 or $15 for my meal, that's 45 bucks. If it's a four or five hour shift, I'm not going to go. That's a negative loss for me. I'm going to lose five bucks. I don't think so. I'm going to pay taxes and I'm going to basically pay gas. No, thanks. I'll stay home. And you're going to see that predicament an awful lot when people start doing the calculus. There's a reason gas prices have been low. There's a reason why it's been produced the way it was. We'll see what happens. I don't know what's going to happen, but one way or the other, something's got to give mortgage rates getting higher. The prices of houses were getting higher. This is the first month where you've seen a plethora of rate cuts for houses. As far as this was a $300,000 house. Now it's a $280,000 house price cut. Bam. Much more prevalent this month than any other month. A lot of people are trying to get in before the housing market crashes on them, which is expediting the process because all those people, are adding more and more inflow to the market, which will drive prices down further. So I think the housing market coming down will happen a lot faster than I anticipated. I think by the end of summer, you might be able to find a reasonably priced house with a really high mortgage rate, 7% maybe, who knows? Maybe they stop raising rates because they see the turmoil that we're getting into. It's very interesting. After Paul Volcker in the 70s, 80s, rates have gone up, but they never go back up to where they were. If that's the case, you could be seeing negative interest rates in the next 10, 20 years. That would be wild. It's not a good thing. So we'll see what happens. That's all I got for you today. So if you have any questions or anything, leave them in the comments and I'll be happy to address them. With that, hope everyone's doing okay. Trade well and be safe.